Welcome to Let's Thrive the Podcast, a place for holistic storytelling with none of the BS and a whole lot of fun. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and my mission is to interview guests that inspire, educate, and empower you to live your best life. In these stories, you will see a part of your own journey reflected in theirs and learn to grow from it. And with that said, let's thrive. Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and this is another solo episode coming at you. We're going completely unscripted, on the fly, whatever expression you want to say input here. That is what we're doing right here, right now, tonight. It is a late Tuesday evening. I had some fresh-baked cookies earlier, got some work done, and then thought, you know, why not just record this episode? I've had these thoughts going through my mind all day. Let's sort of put them together in some bullet points on a Google Doc and just go for it. So here we are. (laughs) This is how we roll here at Let's Thrive HQ, I suppose. Uh, But I just wanted to come on and have just a genuine catch-up overall chat with you all. I've been feeling some sort of way lately, and from a few recent Instagram posts and stories and captions, it seems as though some of you and some others in my community are as well. And whenever that happens, you all know, that means there's a solo episode coming on it. And this one, you know, I don't really even know how to describe it, label it, define it. Who knows what the title of this episode will be, but what's top of mind and what I'm talking about when I say I'm feeling some sort of way is just this overwhelming but also underlying, maybe that's a paradox, I don't know, feeling of stagnation and just being stuck in life. It's like those days when you go to do things and everything just like doesn't work out, right? And you just feel stuck and frustrated because you don't feel like you're making any progress and you can't figure out why and blah, blah, blah. Just like one of those days, except for it's been continually, like day after day for like two, maybe three weeks now. And so it's starting to wear on me a lot. (laughs) And I can't, I don't know, like I don't really even know where it's stemming from, what's causing it. But the other night, I had a conversation with a good pal of mine, Kaylee. She's been on the podcast before at Kaylee in the Kitchen. Um, And she, well, A, she's been one of my longtime IG friends for about two plus years now. And we just have these catch-ups every now and then. And we always leave feeling like so, I don't know, just inspired by each other and truly an amazing friendship. But that's besides the point. Anyway. (laughs) We were talking and I was explaining this feeling that I'm feeling and we got to talking and she just sort of reminded me that the last time we had talked, which had been, you know, a month or so ago, we were both feeling the same sort of way. She was feeling this stagnation in her life. I was feeling it. You know, we were just sort of like working through our emotions with each other. And then in the time since we hadn't talked, like a lot of good had happened. She got a new job. She got these new opportunities. And as did I, I... Right after that, I had gotten the opportunity to write two articles for major health publications on my hep C journey, which I'll share about shortly. (laughs) I got paid Instagram sponsorships, which were a first for me and such a welcome source of income. I had some new fun developments at work and in my personal work. And I was going through this area in this time when I was just riding this like high and everything felt so good and so aligned. And I just felt magnetic. 
And then just like slowly, slowly, I think what happened was I was riding this high, go, go, going, do, do, doing 24-7 because I felt so good and so energized. And I think without realizing it, I reached like a mini burnout, right? Like not a full-blown burnout that I've discussed before on here, but just like a mini mental burnout. And when that happened, it was just hard, you know, to go from such a magnetic, creative, energetic flow state to suddenly feeling exhausted and mentally just fatigued, you know, kind of brain fog, no creativity, no desire to really produce or do much. I even had people at work telling me that I looked, you know, rest up, Emily, you look, you've seemed tired this past week. And it just hit me like, I think, you know, this time I've been feeling now of stagnation and just lack of creativity, lack of energy, lack of focus, I think it was just the result of, right, like this yo-yo way of living. We see it all the time with diet culture and with health, the yo-yo, the back and forth, restrict and binge, lose weight, gain weight, you know, those mindsets, that black or white mindset. And I think the same could be said for work and life and even creativity, right? Like this broad spectrum that I'm describing here where I personally, and I'm sure some of you relate, will go through these times of feeling extremely low, followed by times of feeling extremely high, riding the high of life, and then crashing, in quotes per se, again, down to the low low, and then back up, right? And it just goes back and forth, back and forth, like a yo-yo, you know, the scales tipping. And I just, I, you know, I'm starting to think now, like, how can I possibly move away from that way of living, right? Like, I don't think, maybe there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know. But for me personally, I don't know. I think there's a difference between the ebbs and flows of life and riding this absolute roller coaster of super highs to super lows. Like, I, I wonder if there's a way to find this baseline, you know, with little highs, little lows, more like an ebb and flow versus the skyrocketing and the plummeting of a fucking roller coaster, right? Like, how can I apply that, like apply a skill or a tool or a mindset to reach that ebb and flow state versus the roller coaster? And what was coming up for me was just like these daily practices that I started to implement a while ago. And sure enough, when things started going good, I sort of left those practices behind, right? Like, I didn't feel the need to meditate even for a few minutes. I didn't feel the need to practice breath work, to journal, to read, to prioritize extra sleep, to do X, Y, and Z because I was feeling so good. I was riding the high of life. I was feeling that real good vibey energy. (laughs) And so then, of course, what happens is that energy only lasts so long, right? Like you can only skyrocket for so long before you run out of the metaphorical gas and you start to plummet. And since I had abandoned all those supportive modalities for my mental, emotional, and physical health, all I did was plummet. And I didn't have any way to sort of like fluff my fall (laughs) or to find that sort of ebb and flow baseline. And so I kind of came to that realization in the past few days through discussing this in therapy and with Kaylee and just really thinking on it. I'm one of those people that when something's bothering me, I will not stop until I figure out how, what, why. 
And sometimes that is a curse and sometimes it is a blessing. But for now, it has gotten me to understand that I want to reach this place where these modalities and practices that truly support my well-being, my 360 well-being, I want to make those like a baseline. I want to make those a fundamental part of my life so that I can hopefully find that ebb and flow state and not the skyrocket plummet roller coaster. Let's see how many times I can say that phrase in this episode. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say here also is that there's more than just, like there's more reasons for me to implement this change, right? And another thing that I've come to realize over time is that when I'm riding the high, the real feel-good energy, and then when I'm in the real low energy, the stagnation, in both instances, I not only abandon like the, the modalities that support me, but I also start to abandon, I hate to even say this, but like the people in my life, right? Like when I'm doing all the things and when I'm feeling so, so good, I'm so focused on the work that I'm doing that I oftentimes forget to check in or touch base or just be with the people that mean the most to me because I'm so almost blinded by what there is to do, by this vision, by like this excitement. And then when I'm in the low, low, the stagnation, I just feel such a disconnect, such a low energy, such a just like no desire at all to communicate and connect that I withdraw from those people as well. And what ends up happening is that I'm either like completely withdrawing from these people or I'm on the flip side just becoming like clingy, right? And I'm just like, oh, let's do this, this, and this. Or like, you know, and I'm I'm either like reaching back out to these people as a means to like celebrate the good feelings or as a way to distract from the bad feelings, right? And as usual, I don't always like to label things as good and bad, but I'm just using that here for context. And so I started to realize that, A, not only is this skyrocket plummet roller coaster lifestyle affecting me, it's affecting my relationships as well. Like it's, it's making me abandon and just not be as considerate and caring and present for the people that mean the most to me in life. And I just, you know, I don't know, like my good friends here, Chris and Kat, like I, with them, it's like I'm either withdrawing or I'm overly clingy and I just want to find a way to like cement in our friendships where I am just living in that ebb and flow state, right? And I'm not just like yo-yoing from one extreme to the next. And the same goes for my family, my dad and my brother and how I communicate with them and reach out to them. And so it's now become this thing that not only do I want to improve this for myself, but I also want to improve it for the people in my life. And that includes you, right? Like my community, because it's the same way. When I'm in the high, high, if it's not podcast community centered, I so easily get distracted, right? Like with the Hep C articles and the paid Instagram campaigns, those were like what I was so excited about and putting all my energy and stuff into and let this all slide a little bit, right? And then when I'm in my low, low, I don't feel like creating for this show. I don't really feel like connecting with people because I'm, I feel so off. I feel so low energy that it's like, I don't, I don't want to bring that into this space. I don't want to bring that onto you all. 
And so it's become something that not only do I want to find that ebb and flow state for my overall well-being, for my life, for my business, for my work, but also for the people in my life, for those I love and for my community and for all of it. And so what I've decided to do to find this sort of equilibrium in life, right? Like not a steadfast sense of balance, as I think that changes constantly, but to find a sort of equilibrium, ebb and flow, a more baseline, steady flow through the highs and the lows of life, I've decided to A, try to prioritize these modalities that truly support me. And for me, that is meditation, whether that's two to five to 10 minutes in the morning, I'm joking. I have never meditated for 10 minutes. If I have, it's because I've fallen asleep. So maybe two to five minutes. Uh, breath work, which sounds, I don't know, it can be, sound tricky, hard, whatever. But it's not. Like I, for me, it's basically just taking five actual deep breaths. And I'm someone, I hold my breath way too often. Don't know why. It's a subconscious thing. I talk fast. I don't breathe properly. So really taking the time to take five deep breaths has been so helpful. It's taking time at night to unplug and actually prioritize seven to eight hours of sleep, eight hours if I'm extremely lucky, more like seven. It's taking a hot bath. It's walking without any distractions on my phone. It's cooking myself like a super delicious meal and enjoying it without any distractions once more. Phone, Instagram, computer, etc. It's all of these things. It's going on walks. It's connecting with people authentically it's creating all of these beautiful things and then also something i've been implementing of late is an intention i set at the beginning of this year which is to be curious and to explore and to try new things and i'm not sure if i've shared this before but that is pretty much my only steadfast intention that i set for this year was to be curious for so long i've just sort of held myself back from pursuing curiosities, from asking the questions, because I just didn't feel like it was my place. I felt like, oh, well, I should have gone to college if I wanted to learn about that. Or if I ask that question, they're going to think I'm dumb. Or, you know, it's like, not my place to learn about that. Or why learn and be curious about that if I'm not going to make a career of it, right? Like, all these ridiculous thoughts, ridiculous but valid thoughts that I know many of you probably feel as well. And so what I've done is given myself permission to be curious and to explore and try new things. And something that's been most recent for me has been curiosity with food in the kitchen. For so long, my relationship to food has been disordered. It was all about, it took all the flavor and fun out of food and cooking because I was so obsessed with ingredients and labels and blah and all that stupid diet culture shit that I get so frustrated about and I'm now at this point in life where I'm just sick of it like I'm sick of that old mindset infringing on the pure joy that I get from food I think food is such a powerful aspect of life and working in the restaurant industry just as even a server but having you know friends that are chefs and friends that should be chefs because they're so great at cooking has really inspired me to find that joy and spark in the kitchen again and that has been something that even in these like low times when I'm feeling so stagnant, I just sometimes go in the kitchen and I find a new ingredient or I find a recipe and I just create. And I'm not thinking about necessarily the ingredients I'm using or, you know, how its nutritional breakdown is or any of that shit. Like I'm just cooking and creating or baking 
for the taste and the experience and the experimentation of it. It's allowing myself to be curious and get creative and try something new. And I mean, what better way to break stagnation, to break that rut, than to force yourself in, not even force, but to allow yourself to explore and try something new and break out of that routine and the mold and the stagnation. It's adding the metaphorical spice to life per se, right? <laughs> and then not only that, but it's also helping me with my relationship to food from the eating disorder recovery mindset as well because I now have such a different approach to the food I'm making and eating you know even when it comes to restaurants it allows me to be curious of I want to try that dish I don't care if it's not gluten-free or dairy-free or blah 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 I want to try it <laughs> and that's so freeing and it allows me to buy ingredients and try foods that before I might have labeled as not something I'd eat, right? As not healthy or not good, blah. Any of those stupid descriptor labels, again. And so that's been just really exciting for me. And I, I've been so giddy about it and kind of sharing it on Instagram and sharing it with close friends so they understand why I'm asking 101 questions about food or business or whatever I'm curious about in the moment. And I just wanted to put this out there in case it could help you as well. So if you're overall feeling this sort of offness with life this stagnation maybe you're also resonating with that high low skyrocket plummeting roller coaster lifestyle i just hope this brings you some comfort in that a you're not alone and b i truly think there is a way to move out of that constant yo-yo lifestyle i think we can find an ebb and flow a more steady wave <laughs> of life rather than the extremes, the black and white mindset. And I'm not 100% certain how that looks for everyone, but for me right here and now, and maybe it resonates with you, I am trying to build in the habits and the modalities and the support systems and tools to support what I want to reach, which is that more steady ebb and flow. And those are the practices I shared in this episode. And then besides that, I'm also trying to add that spark back into the life. And it's not focused on work. It's not focused on body image or any of these things. It's just a genuine curiosity for life. For right now, that's food and cooking. It's in, you know, nature and style and content creation. Whatever it is for you, like here, this is my invitation to you to allow yourself to be creative and explore and curious and add that spark to your life to help you move through the stagnation, to help you bring some more joy, excitement, whatever it is you need. And so if this resonates, if you try any of these, please let me know. I would love to connect. And thank you as always for listening to me. I hope these are not too rambly, a bit fun, a bit inspiring, hopefully empowering, and just bring you a little bit of joy or a smile or comfort into your day. And as always, feel free to share with a friend, leave a rate and review, share on the gram. Always makes me smile and just lets me know what you're thinking. So thank you as always, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.